Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Kujup Show. You're listening to episode 16. Today, I want to chat more about ethical marketing, specifically four tactics that have been criticized this year, charm pricing, countdown timers, bonuses, and post-it note walls. If you've been wondering what they are, how they use, and what you need to consider before implementing them in your business, then this episode is for you. While I think we can all agree strategies like incorrect use of trigger warnings, you know, the manifest money messaging and telling people they need to buy a service or a product, otherwise they won't be successful, are unethical and should never be used. I talk about these in detail in episode two. Things become grayer when we look at specific marketing tactics on their own. And this is what I want to focus on today because I've had many conversations recently with my clients, peers, and the wider community about whether certain tactics are unethical. These conversations are important and I'm glad we're having them because there is a lot of things that need to change in the business world. Bro marketing, as it's been called, is gross, sleazy, and unethical. It's the reason why so many of my community, and maybe you do too, shy away from using marketing and sales tactics in their business. As a result, most of the marketing we see and is being used on us is some form of bro marketing. So we believe that this is the only way we can build a successful and profitable business. I want to change this. You can market your business in a sustainable and purpose-led way. I believe that it's a combination of tactics and the overall strategy that determines whether a business is being unethical, not necessarily the tactics themselves. And I'll explain this more in a moment. But before I dive in, I want to premise this episode by saying that these are my opinions. You may or may not agree with them and that is completely okay. My hope by sharing my thinking around these tactics and how I use them in my business is that you can make decisions that are right for you and your business and you can do your own research and investigation. Just like you, I've done a lot of unlearning this year and I'm spending a lot of time looking at my approach to marketing and how I want to continue to show up, serve and sell to my community. This means I reserve the right to change my mind. And if you're listening to this episode later, I may have changed my opinion and I may no longer be using these marketing tactics in my business. So let's dive in and look at the marketing tactics that have come under fire this year. Charm pricing. Charm pricing, also known as psychological pricing, is a pricing strategy that uses odd numbers, often five, seven, and nines, to influence perceived value and convince customers and clients to buy. We read left to right, so when we see a product for $99, we perceive it to be closer to $90, not $100. 
This goes the other way too. If you want to make your offer look premium, science says you should end your price in a zero. So if you've ever wondered why everything at the grocery store is $1.99, this is why. And the same goes for digital products in the business world. That's why we see so many products for $27.49 and $99. I've used whole numbers and charm pricing and I've tested out both exclusively this year. I've personally decided to use whole numbers from now on for three reasons. Using whole numbers doesn't appear to affect my conversions. However, I'm yet to test this out for the sale of my course, which is increasing in price from $495 to $700 Australian dollars. I want my services and products to be perceived as premium products because they are, and I also know a small number of my clients have stated they prefer not to use charm pricing themselves. So should you go out and change all of your prices to whole numbers? I don't believe you need to unless you want to or it makes sense for your business. Why? Well, pricing is psychological and it will always involve some level of strategy. We're never going to be able to change that, but we can change and control the way we talk about our offers. And I believe you should spend time looking at your messaging, promises, payment plans, and refund policies instead. The focus should be on the customer experience as a whole. Countdown timers. You've probably seen colorful clocks counting down at the top of web pages and emails. Countdown timers are a visual way of creating and showing urgency. They're often used to encourage people to take action and purchase before doors close or a bonus ends. People often misuse them to create fake urgency. For example, encouraging people to buy a course or product in a short amount of time, like 20 minutes before the offer disappears forever. However, the offer is then presented to the customer again next time they click a button and the next, therefore creating fake urgency. This is a terrible marketing tactic, which I don't recommend and personally see as unethical. But I don't believe countdown timers are inherently bad. I have used them on my sales pages for special one-time offers, which really are one-time offers. And I have used them in my emails to let people know when doors are closing to my courses. I use them strategically and sparingly, and I believe they can actually be beneficial to the customer, letting them know that if they're interested, they should reach out to me. Clients have even thanked me for the final reminder. Again, they need to be used within a wider marketing strategy and not incorrectly to scare people into buying. If you're not sure whether you should use them, ask your community if they would find them useful or off-putting. And think about the times you've seen them in marketing that you've engaged with. How do they make you feel? Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions and then act accordingly. Bonuses. Human beings don't like taking action until the very, very, very last moment. So bonuses are a great way to encourage and reward people for joining a program or a course or buying a product. Additional resources, templates, swipe files or one-on-one calls are often used as fast action bonuses, which normally last like 24 to 72 hours. Bonuses can also be used to increase the perceived value of a service or program or product and offset the price, making it feel more attractive. Many business owners are extorting this factor, much like you can do with charm pricing and overwhelming people with value. You may have seen statements like total value 19 
$1,997, but yours today for only $197. And you've spent like five minutes scrolling through the list of irrelevant bonuses on a sales page. This, in my opinion, is unethical. It's a gross marketing tactic because they are overwhelming the customer with information and trying to make it look like it's a no-brainer purchase. And often the offer itself isn't particularly good and is only appealing with the 30 or so bonuses. Again, I think using bonuses in the right way can be a great tool to help your dream clients take action. I use bonuses in my launch strategies, but I see them as just that, a bonus. They don't take away or you know distract from my main offer. I see them as an entree. That is something that will help my client bridge the gap between where they are now and where they need to be to experience the full transformation of my offer. Or as a dessert, something my client wants on top of the service or program that will support their next step. And the last few months, I've been trialing assigning financial values to them. To be honest, I haven't decided if I'll keep the dollar value or not. I don't believe it's unethical to do so. I just haven't figured out the twist that I want to add to it yet. And this is something that I'll be looking into more in 2020. So stay tuned. If you're thinking of using bonuses, stick to one or two and think carefully about how and where you can add value. See it as one important part of your customer's overall journey and experience working with you, not an add-on or an afterthought to make the perceived value of your product, service or program seem huge. And finally, post-it note walls. The poster note phenomenon came about because people wanted to have a visual way to welcome and celebrate people joining their course or program. And it also acts as social proof. If 45 other people enrolled, maybe I should too. Social proof such as testimonials, DM screenshots and numbers, for example, 45 people, are a great way to overcome objections and show that you can do what you say you can. Unfortunately, post-it notes have become so common that I believe they have lost their impact. And this tactic combined with other grey area tactics or clearly unethical tactics means that the post-it note wall feels more like a trophy wall or something out of American Pie, the movie that is. And it's now more about the business owner and what they've achieved or made in profit and less about the people who have chosen to invest in them. I've never done this myself because the tactic doesn't sit well for me, but I have and will continue to do my own version of this. For example, I do a silly happy boomerang dance on Instagram and give people shout outs. And I also share stories talking about how amazing my coaching clients are and encourage others in my community to support and follow them. This feels better to me because it focuses on my client, but it's still acting as social proof and shows the connection between my clients, me, and my programs. Like with anything in business, find a way to make the tactic work for you and your values, and add your own personal twist and invite your followers to participate. Remember, marketing is a two-way conversation, so if it feels one-sided, something is out of alignment. Okay, there you have it. A look at four marketing tactics and how they can be used for good or evil. If you take away anything from this episode, I hope it's the importance of learning and understanding the marketing tactics available to you before using them. Don't just do something because everyone else is. And if you're thinking of selling or launching a new product or service soon, I'd encourage you to download my complete framework for a successful and stress-free launch. This guide will walk you through what you need to do to ensure your new offering gets in front of your dream clients in an ethical way. 
head to rachelkushup.com.au forward slash successful sales to download your copy. And I'll also leave a link in the show notes. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.